This podcast is 100% supported by you, and we want to thank you for the love we receive. That was a good one. This week, we get to sit down with One Stop Poke Shop. We get to talk about how he collects cars and cards, and that's a very exciting mixture if you ask me. So please relax and enjoy another episode of Collectors Anonymous. This is Forever Collector, and we're filming today Collectors Anonymous with my boy Stephen Anthony, better known as One Stop Poke Shop. He uh, is a very big um, friend of mine who's done a lot of really, really fun stuff in the space, uh, has helped me out a lot personally with my collection. Um, he's a good dude. He's always been there when you need him, so I'm glad to finally get him on the show with us. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, I, I saw Cheese, uh, Pokemon TCG Cheese on here, and uh, it was really dope to see. I've uh, met him a couple times in person, and real cool dude. Um, it's dope, man. He's a he's a fun cat, man. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, every time he wants me to take a drive out, I'm more than happy to, to take that drive out for him. How far is the drive from you to Lewis? Uh, I'd say it's right around an hour. It's about it. That's not bad. Flat at all. on an hour. No, no, it's not bad. It's not bad. I enjoy it. Yeah, everything over there is so fucking like, you know, tight knit together. Oh, it doesn't take long to get anywhere over there, huh? No, they uh, in Rhode Island, it's it's dude, it's everything's thirty minutes away. That's it. That's all. I mean, you could travel the whole across the whole state in half an hour. Right, right. That would be cool. <laughs> it's so small. Oh. But yeah, man. No, thanks for having me. So what's uh, what's tell us a little bit about your story and how you got here to have such a beautiful studio about with Pokemon and what's been going on with Steven lately. Wherever you want to start, bro. Oh man. Well. I mean, it, it, it starts way back. I mean, it, it starts in 99. Uh, even before that, a little bit, uh, my mom and I used to uh, do flea markets all the time. Little commodities, Beanie Babies, uh, track phone cards and, uh, and phones. It was nuts. And uh, when Pokemon, you know, hit the U.S., we saw the movie. I, I still have my old binder here that still has our movie ticket and everything. Um, we saw the movie. Yo, dude, I, I popped it open one day and I was I was flipping through the page and I was like, man, where where is this thing? Yeah, I need right a picture of Right that. next to me. Dude. Oh, dude, it's literally. It's fucking history right there, man. That's cool. Oh. I know a few people who collect like concert ticket stubs and movie ticket stubs. There we go. Literally. Really? Yeah, I see it. Eleven ten ninety-nine. That's fucking gnarly, bro. We saw that at three thirty on a Wednesday. That's, um. <laughs> that's wild, man. That's that's pretty crazy to see, oh, especially because they're like a, it's like a thermal printing too. So like if they were rubbed up against a little bit for a while, that would have completely faded away. So they oh, have yeah. been kept in decent enough condition. They will still be pretty damn readable like that. That's cool. Yeah. Um, 
So, I mean, we did the flea market and stuff. We saw the movie, and uh, my mom started ordering stuff for us to stop Pokemon stuff. And, uh, dude, I can't tell you how many nights I remember staying up till like 12, 1 o'clock at seven years old, cracking open first ed base packs, fossil packs, jungle packs for hours, man, yep. just to build up that inventory and binders. Um, it was crazy. And that went on for a number of years. And, um, you know, after a while, things fall off. I mean, I put together a good collection. I had all first edition base up to, uh, to rocket all the Japanese cards. And, uh, over time, you know, my mom would put stuff away here and there. And I didn't really think much of it. You know, you're seven, eight years old. You, you only think about what you rip out of a pack and, and either yeah. throw into a binding or a deck. You don't think about everything else. And, uh, you know, over time, we went on to do our separate things. Like, I went to school for automotive, became a big car guy. Uh, my mom moved down to Florida. And, you know, we were kind of, we had a very tense relationship. When, you know, in the teen years, a lot of parents have Always. their kids. Yeah. It's, it's Natural. normal. It's normal. Um, but when she moved away, we became actually a lot closer. Like, we called each other every single day, mm -hmm. uh, right after work, pretty much on the dot. And I could be driving home, call my mom. Best thing in the world. Uh, and that was, unfortunately, up until the beginning of 2019, you know, she had passed away. And, you know, I took a trip down to Florida and I didn't really expect much of it, man. You know, you're thinking, you know, I'm an only child. I, I had to go like clean out mom's house. I had to do all that, you know, by myself. And, uh, you know, it was definitely hard. It was hard as hell. Um, but man, I, I got there and, and I hadn't seen my aunt, my cousin, none of my other family for a couple of years, decade almost. Right. And, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time with them and it was great. And, you know, I cleaned up the house and there was a storeroom and, you know, it had my Pokemon binder in it, some other stuff. And there was another storeroom. So I opened the back of that and man, Brent, wall to wall, just old stock Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, you name it. Just wall to wall. I had pictures of it and everything, how I found it. And it was just, it was crazy. Cause like now she moved like 2000 miles away. Yep. She took all this stuff, brought it down to Florida and never did a thing with it. Just put it in the storeroom. That was it. And you know, I don't really, I like to think that like, dude, she knows how much it changed my life. Cause like, not only did I inherit a massive Pokemon collection throughout the last two years, I've made so many friends. I've made more friends than I, I have personally that i can go and meet i can talk to yep. any one of you yep like i can shoot you a message and we can talk for a while like Definitely. everybody else as well and like pokemon dude it's just crazy i still find myself you know going through a bunch of cards and and getting stuff sorting stuff and you know it, it brings back a lot of memories for me yeah uh, a lot of good a lot of bad but that's pretty much the gist of it man I'll tell you, there was some great things in that collection. Um, we had Dragon Frontiers booster boxes, Deoxys booster boxes, three of them. Actually, two of which you had have. You have one now. Uh, one. Yeah, yeah, I opened one of them. Yeah. 
that was that was a crazy yeah dude first blessed, blessed to blessed to be able to you know say that they a lot of that stuff went to a good home when it went here you know I, oh yeah no i i'm happy about that i mean I miss it. Trust me, I do. I, I miss it. I yeah, still everybody it. does. I, you know what I'm saying? I still have the gym challenge, too, that you sold me. No way. Well, no. Yeah, because well, I had an opportunity to sell it, but I ended up selling my other one yeah. instead. Oh, I still have. Yep, so I, 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 I kept I kept that the one that you actually sold me and sold the other one that I had. Yo, actually, now that we're just sitting here thinking about it, doing it, I'm going to. I gotta bust a couple packs or something. <laughs> See, this is not, you know, this is what we do here over at Collectors Anonymous. We talk, we chat, we rip some packs. I got some packs too that we can rip. Nothing, nothing too crazy. <laughs> We're gearing up to have some fun just, here in a few weeks. So, yeah, I just uh, gotta make sure that I, uh, Team Rocket Pack and a Jungle Pack. Oh man, the balls on this guy. I I, mean, uh, it, dude. I uh I remember when you were flying back from Florida to Rhode Island and you fucking pulled the shiny magic harp just in the fucking terminal <laughs> waiting for the plane and I was like what a fucking guy man the fucking kid doesn't even I, uh, have any sleeves Oh my god. <laughs> I was talking about Yeah, you put it back in the pack. Yeah. I was talking bad shit for you about that. Mad shit, bro. Oh, I'm scared of his nerve Yeah, racking. yeah. That was a lot of fun. Dude, I just shared that memory on Facebook. We have a full heel, the Scraggy. Scraggy. Ooh, we got a great ball and a Hatterene Hollow. Yeah. How do you how do you feel about the new packs? I mean, I I ripped a bunch of like shining fades and yeah. stuff. It just doesn't. Do it. Um, it, it to it, be it, honest, I like it a lot just because there's a lot more stuff that can be like considered a holographic or a hit. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was a kid, I always wanted like my entire line to be holographic. And that's why when Haunter yep. came out and was holographic and fossil, I was really, really happy about that, you know? <laughs> and I think that you know when they do more of the the entire line as like a holographic or like with the um charizard line you know they did the shiny yeah. charmander and the shining charmeleon and then the charizard um i think is dope or the garchomp the uh gibble gabite and garchomp line yeah, is dope. and then the gardevoir line too the ralts uh the keldia or Kildia, and then uh gardevoir Shining, Shining yeah, yeah, it's dope. And then, of course, the evolutions. You get Eevee as a shining. That's fucking amazing shining. Switch here, Slowpoke. Ooh, Squirtle. I'm gonna let you tell me what Voltorb. I get. Voltorb. Sleep. A yeah. Diglett. Drowsy. Oh my God, bro! A Jatini. A Jatini. Oh, is that a non-hollow? I can't tell. Uh, uh, it's not. It's not the. Your error. finger was covering it's the energies. I can't tell. Is it not the one? Yeah, no, non-hollow D night non-error. Oh, that fucking close, bro. Garbage. Then we got the garbage run. 
digger and energy. So for what uh, for what people who don't know about that card is that the non-hollow error version of that card is worth an absolute ton of money. And it's because it's not only uh, the error where the... Um, energies are shifted down it is also where it is supposed to be the hollow card so therefore they named or put the number five instead of 18 which the non-hollow cards uh number is that in the set right so there was supposed to be a hollow uh, yeah, yeah. and it wasn't so it was do you remember 2019 i had a first edition rocket box and i was hunting for yep. the non-hollow he busted it to the knife. mouth yeah there's not many Dude. people that I know uh, that can sh say that they busted like some of these boxes to the mouth like that, you know. And like, it's cool that like you know you're one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Do you remember when I got yeah, the, was, it was the before? Dragonite. Yeah, you got the Dragonite, but no, it was I, I got the, the Hollow, right? One. I got the regular one, but I marked yeah. it as a number five, and I sent it to PSA, and it came back a nine marked. MK, because I was so mad I didn't get it. I was like, you know what? Uh, Scribble on the 22 and wrote the 5. <laughs> and they graded it. This guy. So we got the Weedle. <laughs> we got the... I don't know, you tell me. Like the ball thing. Full heel. God damn Ooh, it. Another that, fucking hollow hattery. I was gonna say, is that a hattery? Another one. All I have is Champion's Path. I wasn't. I, I'm gonna be honest with you. I wasn't as. Uh, I wasn't as stoked as I was for Champion's Path as I am for like Shining Fates and Hidden Fates. Not just I, not, not because a, of like the shining part. It's just because it was a very small set, and they could have added yeah. a lot more variety. Like I hate getting packs where I'm getting like the same shit every damn pack because there's just that not that many cards in the set. Yep. It's just ugh. Yep, that's that's how I felt. We got an unlimited uh, jungle here. Is it confirmed to be uh to be the hollow rare or no symbols? Oh, I'm hoping for no symbols, honestly. That'd be sick. Oddish, Mankey. We got Mr. Mankey. We got the Pokeball. That's a good card. We got the Pear Ass. Spiro. Oh man. Goldeen. Oh, you got a hollow Pidgeot, bro! Woo! Uh, no symbol. Uh, a couple print lines in it. Is it no symbol? Yeah, it's kind of... No, no, it, it's, a, it's a symbol. So oh, no, it's a symbol. No symbol. Okay. Yeah, it's a symbol. Damn, That's but it's a hollow. Bad. It's a fucking hollow. Good hit, it's bro. A hollow. Good, hit. Good hit. Good hit. Good hit. Dude, that's dope. That's dope. We got Roly Coley. <laughs> That's a dope fucking hit, bro. I don't even know. I'm that wow, dude. A Pidgeot. Like, I remember I was so stoked as a kid when I hit that card. Oh! I, know, I, I got so many. It was Full that Dreadna, Dred yeah. Dredna, right? Yeah. I've got a couple of Dreadnoughts sitting here. I pulled like. Fuck, at least it's something. Shit. I would have been mad if it was another Hatterene. <laughs> Yo. Man, now you make me want to crack a Champions Path ETB while we just sit here. <laughs> Bro, you know, we're just kicking it. I uh, I want to talk a little bit about um, how you're navigating. Um, we Go grab it and we'll, you know, we'll come back. Um, but 
excuse me, guys. I just wanted to talk a little bit about how someone such as yourself is uh, completing your collection goals in this climate, you know? How do you how do you operate? I'm sure a lot of a lot of that's been a topic to a lot of people, you know, lately. Like with all the prices being really high, like how do you still complete your goals? Honestly, man, um, <laughs> it's rough, especially so. 2019, man, you could buy your Grail item for a lot cheaper than you can now. That's no no joke. Um, as far as like collecting items, man, I only had a couple of boxes that I like really wanted, which is like legendary collection, Sky Ridge and Aquapolis and Expedition, you know, and I passed on so many in 2019, like we've started 2020 and, you know, sometimes I kick myself because when you look at prices today for those boxes, it, it gets hard, man. You have to yeah. let some stuff go out of your collection to bring. You're still other completing stuff, goals, though. You got. Oh the, yeah. Oh. You got the legendary collection not too long ago. How was that? Was that a good feeling to finally get that box? <laughs> so, so that was actually a funny one. Of all places, it popped up on Facebook Marketplace, and locally, you know, I, I hit the. Get- What's up? Well, it was locally, yeah, locally, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was actually, it was like a two, almost three hour drive to go up and get it. Yeah. So it was from a very old like video game store and it was actually a blast. Uh, I made a live video about it on Pokey Collectors, actually. I don't know if you saw that. I was in it, bro. Trust me. You were in it? Yeah. I was talking shit to you the whole yeah, time. You, you know it. <laughs> it was like the most wild part. So it's a it's a cool box. It's a good box. But I mean, the most wild part was he pulls out an expedition box out of nowhere. Yeah, he was like, "Oh, I have one that's gold," and I was like, "Gold? Uh, okay, what is it?" And uh, he pulls out an expedition box from nowhere, and it's kind of beat up. You could tell it, it's seen some shelf life. Yeah, and uh, dude. To knock out two boxes for my collection, I had to grab them. I had to. There was no way that I was saying no to the expedition. And at that time, that was at like pretty much the tip top of the market too. What, what yeah, you were paying? Like, yep. Yeah, I, I trust me. I paid especially for that, more. especially for the collections box. Hundred percent. That one I paid retail for, yep, but yep. the expedition I got. I wouldn't say retail, price. but market value, hundred percent. Yeah, tip top of that. Yeah, yeah, market value, hundred percent. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but to have it, dude, I, I'll spend it because if it if it's part of my collecting goals, I want it. Yep. And that's it. Um, and definitely, and usually, you know, I didn't. I was that same way, you know. Um, and that's why, like, I kind of started selling shit is so i could afford you know all the other shit that i really wanted oh dude you have to uh there's just there's no other way around it i mean unless you're you got money a money tree in the back yeah like yeah and you're you don't ever have to fucking spend money on anything else definitely you should at some point i feel like you have to like you know or at least trade at least at the very least least trade trade. yeah at the very least trade for me it's it's weird pokemon dude all right so 
not to focus on me too much here. Champ. Um, <laughs> but for me, you know, two years ago, I had an apartment. You know, I was I was barely barely even to afford gas for the car. Not gonna lie. So like, coupled with everything, you know, Pokemon's actually kind of changed my life a little bit. Uh, I ended up, I mean, you know, I I got myself a house just because I needed one. Uh, it's it's put me in a better spot to where if I had to liquidate some stuff and use some personal funds, I could get collecting goals like under my belt. Yeah. But at the same time, like it's it's rough, especially when you know the market keeps rising and things things get out of reach real fast. Definitely. Like, it doesn't stop me <laughs> one second, though, and I'm sure it doesn't stop you. It's just fucking no, keep I'll, on, keep it on, you know. If it's if it's something I gotta have, I'll I'll make room for it. I'll yeah. let something go as it. And you're not only I mean, uh, a card collector; you're also a car collector. So, like, you have a, I think a, a really cool perspective as well on that. Oh, the Chris Fola. Yeah, the full art. Yeah, I thought yeah. that was a pretty cool card. Um, uh, but you collect cards. Yeah, I think yeah. that's pretty interesting. Why don't you talk about that a little bit? Oof. All right. So, the cards. So, I wind up... We're gonna, you know, we, we, start, we named you Paul Walker. You know what I'm saying? You're Paul, work, Paul Walker Jr., you know, from Fast and Furious. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. Um, well, that's also the downside, too, of being a car guy. I mean, I, I love Nissans. That's my thing. And specifically, I love Nissan Skylines. I mean, I've liquidated a box or two, you know, here and there just to buy parts for my Skylines. <laughs> I know them. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Pokemon does help collect in, in more, than way, more ways than one. Um, I mean, would I sell a box that I really like to get another car? Probably not. I've thought about it. And uh, no, I, I wouldn't. Uh, but... Do they bring as much fun as boxes? Hell yeah. And like Pokemon itself? Hell yeah. I'll, uh, I'm actually searching for trophy cards to a degree just because, you know, I want to delve into a new collection. But even that, it's hard, man. It's hard. Yeah. But I usually start small with something. I'll go with the cheapest part I can and then work my way up. That's true. But... Oh, I got a hollow Hatterene in this one. Fucking Hatterene. I could, Hatterene, I could see a Hatterene in 20 years, and it still wouldn't be long enough. <laughs> so, have you gotten any? Uh, what have you? What have you added new to your uh, your collection the past like couple weeks, man? Um, actually, I've been. Oh, that's it. Um, I've been thinking about. Getting, I I did buy the trophy Mew, the three thousand promo XP points. Wanted in the oh. PWCC auction for like thirty five hundred. Um, that's like been like my most famous or my not my famous most favorite purchase recently. Um, 
I really, really like that card. It's one of those cards that they never printed in English, so I think it's uh, a really, really... And, and fucking Mew looks like he's going Super Saiyan because he's, like, in space, and he's got, like, all these fucking rocks floating around him, and it looks like he's fucking, yeah. like, literally, like, fucking geared up to fuck shit. Oh, my goodness. I love that card's art. It is such a badass card, bro. And I, at the time, I was, you know... I wasn't happy about paying 35. I would rather have paid like closer to three, but whatever. Yeah, I, yeah. I wanted it. And so, like you said, if, when you want it, you want it. Fuck the price. And oh, so, yeah, whatever. And so I got it and I'm um, happy with it. So it doesn't, it doesn't matter what I paid. The card is, the card is fucking beautiful. It's even more beautiful in person, dude. Like I thought it was an amazing card because PWCC usually does like good scans, you know? Uh, yeah, but like it looked even fucking better in person, bro. Oh, dude, I I had the chance to buy a uh, I think it was a PSA nine like a year ago, and like it didn't really cross my mind. And then I started seeing the uh, the gold stars, uh, the Jolteon, the Flare. Dude, I I instantly fell in love with like the evil evolution line. And then the EXs as well for like the play promos, dude, gorgeous, gorgeous. Yeah. Like, I wish I had picked some up, you know, a little while ago. Now, oh my, yep. Now, I remember now when, I got a Nick room. Yep, definitely. I remember when, and you know what's crazy? Because like, like back then when those cards were more relatively cheap, I was more focused on buying boxes and packs and opening shit because I was still fucking yeah. stuck in that mode. So I wasn't really even... Like, the cards that I was getting it. in PSA 10s was, like, the cards that I was grading for my packs. And luckily, I hit a shit ton of 10s out of, like, the packs that I've opened, you know, knock on some wood. That, that, does, that doesn't ever happen normally for a lot of people uh, to hit so many great cards in 10s that you pulled personally. Like yeah. even the Jolteon Gold Star, that one pulled a BGS 10. Like, fuck what you heard. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was over here pulling crazy shit and getting 10s on it. So I was very, very blessed that way um, to help build my graded collection from the cards that I was pulling. Right. And so yeah. I was really happy uh, to be able to complete some stuff like that. And so, like, that's when I went crazy with, like, the tops Chrome. Uh I like I was buying so much of that. I have like almost I don't even know. Probably like seven hundred cards in a ten for Topps Chrome. Yeah. That's crazy, dude. But I, uh, some of those are like the same card, you know, like I have a few of like the same card or like three or four of the same card in PSA ten. Um not the different actually, like uh um hollow variants because you know they have the Sparkle Techno and Spectra. Trying to think here. Thought I had something else to open. Uh, there's actually one card that I have that graded out of my old binder. Uh, one of the old binders that we had, like the first Ed one. Yep. Was the Deoxys 10 reverse. That was, dude, wow. that was a good one to hit, especially for, dude, Deoxys has become my favorite set of all, of all. Um, I think the reverse. I know, just, I know, but she'll never be as cool as me and Lewis. That's for damn sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, 
You know, I, dude, me and me I and Lewis talk so much there. shit on people because we're like um, one of the only people who actually have that poster. So like, I'll get it. I'll, I'll get. I'll get. We I'll, fucking laugh. Yeah. It's a. It's Lewis fucking it. beautiful, bro. It's man. beautiful. It's it's like oh, final, dude, it uh, or it's like uh, laminated, uh, and it's got like actual like the the rivet holes so it can be hung properly. Holes. Yeah. I've um I've got the welcome the Lugia and the Ho banner. I've got yeah. the welcome banner. That one's there, vinyl. So. That one's really nice too. Yeah, yeah. it's super. I got that one. Uh, I got a couple others like uh, Fire Red Leaf Green. I've got two of those. I've got yeah. the Game Boy Advance one, Dope. and I've got the actual Fire Red Leaf Green one. Uh, yeah. I've got the movie posters, this window planes. I just added a. Uh, the Ruby and Sapphire window playing It's actually still in my car in the package. I, uh, I bought a Pokemon Ranger window clean like a couple months ago. It was like 20 bucks. Yeah. I was like, yeah, get it in the fucking cart, bud. What are you doing? <laughs> Dude, I see. So I scour eBay all the time for like window clings, like any like old. I like displays. Items. Yeah, I love displays, dude. dude. Displays are so nice. And like. Uh, I know you've seen this before. The big Pokeball. I'm trying to think. Oh, oh yeah. Thing. Yep. The big Pokeball. I've been trying to find Look another at that one of fucking these thing. Like, decent price, but like you just won't, dude. And like I've had I've had this one in the collection for like That's it so literally sick. it was it was way back in the 2000s when my mom purchased it, put it in a box, and just it never saw the daylight. But, uh, yeah, no, this is, like, my favorite big thing. And then I still That's have amazing. that vending machine that I bought off Yahoo Japan. Yep, yep. He has a, a, a vending machine, so you, like, put money in it, and then it spits out. It's like a... a a sticker thing or a, a pack or something. Yeah, this is. big thing. So you the, like uh, the put a coin in there. Did uh, you went and got some yen for that, right? I did, but <laughs> the coin slot is full, so I have to have someone open it. Oh, so you can okay, see. yeah. And I still haven't opened it. I still, it, it's still sealed. Yeah, it, it hasn't been opened. I got it. So um, eventually, I'll take it to a locksmith. We'll open it and uh, see what's in there. If there's nothing in there. I'll fill it with stuff. Yeah, yeah, I remember that you had that intention, and that was a lot of fun um, to, that we were going to have with that thing. I wish it would have got up and running. That would have been cool. Dude, it can still get up and running because I, I got too much too much shit here. <laughs> well, <laughs> shit, bro. I'll be there when you get it done, so let me know. Dude, I've, I'm still thinking about it. It's, it's in the works, man. I don't... You know, you know me. We know each other through Facebook and all the groups. I don't sell that much anymore. I don't. Yeah. I just don't, man. So, like, when I do try and pop out with something new, like, it, it's going to be pretty fire. Trust me. Right. It's, it's going to be pretty crazy, too. But I'll definitely be a first. I agree that um, um, there's, there's always a lot of room to grow. And so I think once you know 
the climbing, I feel like it's going to stabilize a little bit better. I think it's going to go up a little bit, but it's probably going to stay. I don't really like sharing my thoughts because I don't like to think I'm influencing the market at all. But like, it just seems super hot. It just seems super hot right now. And I'm just like, you know, trying to do my thing and my part for the art, you know, and you know boogie yep. a little bit because you know, there's a lot of fun to be had and there's a lot of connections and communications and a lot of things that we can do as a group as a community and you know have a lot of fun especially since you know it, it seems to be like this year a lot of things are going to start clearing up a lot of people are getting vaccinated and all that stuff so you know hopefully travel yeah. restrictions start lifting and hopefully you know a lot of uh different things start happening so we can start getting some you know of that lifestyle back to where we're going to conventions and seeing each other because that was what we were gonna do we were all gonna fucking meet up in uh for collective con last year and what the yeah. hell happened i still have my ticket for that i still have my ticket for that too man those bastards literally are saying that Arita's not going to be there they're not even mentioning it and i don't know maybe we should blurt that out i'm gonna start talking so, stop talking about that right now i don't want to <laughs> <laughs> i but. mean I'd, I'd like to go to it but i mean meh i was kind of sad that i missed it the first time around but yeah damn covid you know yeah, yeah. But it's all right. Know, Hopefully this year, you know, we can get uh get back to some of that to a degree so we can, you know, go back to what we were trying to do is get together yeah. and have a lot of fun. Um like cuz like you said in the beginning, like you've m- made more friends than you have in your personal life and that's, you know, the case for a lot of people and Pokémon is a very beautiful catalyst to to make friendships out of and I think that once that's like more recognized like people will come for the cards but stay for the community you see what i'm saying because i like that that one because you like you you gain a lot of friends you know and you gain a lot of people who care about you like i know people who you know they it's they have like real life problems or, you know, real life issues and people pass away and people remember them in these communities. And it's beautiful, man. You wouldn't believe the the type of support that people can get, you know, from a community that you didn't think would have that type of reach and to to have that type of, you know, mentality to be able to support somebody when they're going through hard times. Like that's beautiful. Oh, yeah. man. No, I've. I've seen it firsthand, man. I've seen it as, you know, I became part of the team for one of the groups and everything, one of the communities. And, like, I've seen it personally. You know, people go through things, and we don't even know each other from a hole in the wall, man. We've never met face-to-face. We only know each other's, you know, profiles. That's it. Our name. Or we face chat sometimes, and that's about it. But, yeah. Yep. Like, otherwise, we don't know each other. I don't know what you were like in seventh grade. Like, what the hell? Yeah. But we're all friends because of Pokemon. Like, we'll all support each other. We'll, we'll all be there for each other in like, even most difficult times. And I think that's really cool. I mean, it's it's not like that in other hobbies all around. Like, I agree. I agree that we have something special. 100%. Oh, we definitely do. Like, everyone that likes Pokemon, that's into Pokemon, is, like, part of a way bigger family than they even realize. Yep. Um and it's, you know, even people that do streams, man, opening streams, anything, like, they don't even have to sell anything, but you still have people that will be right there, like, 
hell yeah, dude, good luck on your polls. Like yeah. watching it with intent, like not even spending money. So that's like the most important part right there. Yeah. If you can get someone to like support you and they don't have to spend a dime to do so, perfect. Like that, that's someone that's going to show that support later on down the line. Like if anything happens yeah. to you, like, and that's, so you get sick. That's social media good. is a powerful thing and that allows people to do that, I think. And that's, that's super dope too that we have because if you look back at like 2014 i talked to like a few people who were like have been in the community since then you know and they're like well i had nobody to fucking talk to there was no community there was no forums there was no online resources to know these types of errors or you know print runs or you know different significant data that is known today because of the community and so a lot of them that's what they said they're like you know i'm so thankful that the community started because now that i have somebody to talk to about what the fuck i like and you know my hobbies and stuff because normally they didn't have all that stuff and it's it's really cool to see social media like give a lot of freedoms in that direction to be able to you know like you said support somebody without having to spend any money and that can be in the form of you know positive comments or you know likes or engagement shares and allowing you know uh you to flow better within the algorithms of facebook and shit right oh yeah oh for sure all day um and like even so man like i don't i don't really chill with a lot of people outside of like home and everything i don't know if that makes sense like i choose not to but i see everybody else in the community as more of a friend than some people out there I mean, sure, you don't hang out with them, but like you talk to them about things that you probably won't even talk to your actual in-person friends about. Guarantee, <laughs> I guarantee, I, bro, dude, no, no lie, I guarantee that's yeah. what happens. Some, some people actually talk to someone that they've never met and get better advice than someone that you know personally. Yeah. And I've been through it, and it's happened to me. Yeah, like, yeah. I know. And it's just good. Like you can actually call that person a friend at that point. Yes. And like, like you, man, we've had, we've had some long talks before. And it's just like, yep. we never shake hours, each other's hands. Hours. 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 Like straight up. Hours. Yep. Hours, and it's just bro. good. It's, it's nice. I mean, yep. you don't, you don't find that anymore in, in a lot of places, which, you know, aside from all the, the need to sell Pokemon that has become a craze since the whole COVID thing, which understandable, but I mean, just meeting friends is, is way more than you could really need than yep. doing the whole live streaming stuff. Yep. I mean, I used to do it, but it was just fun to open stuff. I like to, um, I like to start up again and, you know, try to like do the, the live pack opening stuff because I I've always I always had fun participating in them and I wanted to yep. you know start doing it ourselves because I want to you know I want Forever Collector to be online and active all the time and how do I do oh, that because sure. I want like I have a lot of big aspirations for Forever Collector and I want to be able to sustain itself and be able to thrive and you know be something for whoever it wants it to be right and so um i try to keep everything open you know i try to respond to all my messages even 
when you know it's complete nonsense they're just you know saying bs or whatever the case <laughs> even the negative like comments and stuff i'm like bro i love you it's okay you know like <laughs> and it, it, it's well, it's nice uh, that the uh that the majority of the community is not like that, you know, and they're, they no, like to talk about stuff that's relevant and want to know things that are actual, you know, good information to know instead of, you know, just BSing and not really trying to get anywhere, you know, cause if oh, somebody yeah. wants Dude, to know I'm- something and has a question, I'm more than happy. Like no fucking Patreon out of that, you know, <laughs> it's free you know i try i do my best i do my best to try to like answer questions and help people out and you know price things out for them a little bit you know it gets a little bit tiring sometimes but it's worth it at the end of the day when you can engage back with your community and try to you know let them know that you give a shit about them and i think that somebody you know like at some point in their life life needs that at some point or another so I'm, oh yeah, I'm more than happy I, uh, to do it. I I wind up you know doing that a lot myself because like like I said earlier I don't I don't sell as much as I used to I'll, I throw up all right that's a lie I do weekly one dollar note actually did I send you the link I just threw up a couple auctions on eBay one dollar dude no reserve Screw yeah it. like you do you do sell a little bit but it's not serious you know what I'm saying like. There's yeah. a difference like between I, like just throwing something up and you know letting it go and not really caring, right? Other than going live like every single day, yep, trying to well, run see, sales and all that stuff. And, yeah, yeah. Instead of doing like the live streams and stuff every single day, like I took, I changed my role in the community a little bit. I went from like selling all the time back in like 2019 yep. to like. You know, I became part of part of one of the the group teams, and like, dude, I sit there and I just help people with stuff. At this point, like, I just try try and provide information, try and provide useful information. You know, about Watsi, Nintendo era items, stuff like that. Yep. Help people with pricing. It's it's a little bit better. I actually like it. I like it. It's not too bad. Because uh, like with the whole selling everyday thing, it. I don't know. It, it took a lot of the fun out of it, but when you're actually helping someone out, yeah, way better, way better. Definitely. So it, it works out. But yeah, yeah. yeah so it's too bad. That I still gotta sit here and organize everything. I have. Uh, I I've been uh, thinking about trying to like save up for. Um, I want. I've always wanted the phone cards. Um, and somebody just listed them for like 65,000 and I'm like, fuck man, I have to liquidate some serious shit in order to buy that. Yeah. Yep. That's the question. Oh, I was following those dude for a while. I'm asking 65 and you know, I really, really, really want them. I remember PWCC in like November had them up and but it was like a, I think it, was, it was like a nine. It was a nine point five, a nine point five, and yep, uh, a nine point five or something like that. I can't remember exactly. And so I, they weren't tens, and so I let them go. And they, yeah, I think they went for like sixteen thousand. Um, but Jesus. now the sequential tens, they're asking sixty five thousand, and I would like literally have to sell like 
fucking a few things. I only have like a couple sequential things in my collection, but like, dude, it just makes them look so much better. Like, sequential, the, uh, yep. Dude, I got like the uh, the Champion Road, uh, the Healing Berry, and the Miracle Berry. Oh, okay. And I got those in sequential pens. I'm like, dude, they just look so nice. I mean, you got 91 and 92. Yep. Perfect. I've got the Tyranitars from EX Delta Species, the Hollow and the Reverse, sequential tens. Yep. Dude, that was. That was yep. a fire That's uh, a lot of my, because, uh, oh, I don't even think you were in the community yet, but um, I, me and Abby, we opened up uh, a Japanese expedition box to the face and Ooh. graded every single hollow and every single hollow got a 10 and it was sequential for like 20 cards. <laughs> oh my God. No. <laughs> I didn't get Dude, one, I didn't get one fucking nine. That 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 box is so perfect, bro. We pulled two Charizards, three Blastoise, Mewtwo, Mew, Dragonite, like every fucking hollow you want to pull from that set. We pulled it, bro. When I when I cracked that Rocket First Edition box, I got screwed. I got yeah. nailed on everything. You, you, they were all nines. The wheezing was a ten. <laughs> you got wrecked, bro. You got wrecked on that. But it, Team Rocket it, 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 had such a shit po- uh, print run, so like, dude. it's so hard to get tens. It, it really fucking is hard to get tens. Yeah, so. it was ridiculous. And then, so upon the ventures of like getting the whole collection from Florida, uh, I had thirty six no symbol cards. Thirty six of them. I graded them all. One came back a ten. Which and one was it? The Flareon. Larion yeah. came back at 10. I remember that. And uh, everything else came back at 9, though. I was surprised. And these things were pulled back in, you know, 99 slash 2000. Yeah. These things were pulled when they were released. And they were all misprints, so they got put put to the side and not in the binders. And, uh, yeah, I was shocked that they all graded so high. Everything in that in those binders in that collection is graded yeah. great, actually, uh, which is kind of surprising. It's literally why i don't sell raw cards anymore like i just can't I, I want people to know the grade like i don't even care if it hits a nine i'll still i'll send it i just yeah. want you to know the grade and make sure it's you know i'm telling you it's mint quality but it comes back a seven you're gonna be like Dude, this yeah. isn't really that mint. so that's why i grade shit but um quick question how did how did you feel about that deoxys box on pwcc um, I, I gotta rope you into this one real quick because I've asked you. I was, I was, I was, wasn't surprised uh, that it hit that high. What did I tell you on your post? Sixty three k. I thought forty five. I specifically lie. said sixty three because I thought it was going to hit that, but I was close. Um, <laughs> I was close, but um, sixty. I think, and I, and I believe it's been paid for. So. Um, yeah, it's been paid for. Now. I don't like talking I'm, I'm about sure. auctions unless they're fucking paid for. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm pretty well. I'm pretty sure. So I, I scrolled through something in E4, and uh, don't quote me on this. It's you can go memory. directly into PWCC's website, I think, to see if it was sold or yeah, not. Yeah, I haven't. I just haven't bothered to check, yeah. but um, I'm actually I'm I'm pretty confident that it was paid for. Okay. Um, I mean, I the box condition. Wasn't it was the best. Pretty hammered. Nah, it wasn't it was, the best at it was all. Pretty hammered, yeah. 
And, you know, that's, I think that's what kind of deterred some people from actually bidding was because it was pretty, pretty put to the bone. At the same time, it was like the first Deoxys box to be at auction in like the last two years. Oh yeah, dude. I, even since, all right. So January of 2019, when I started checking eBay and everything, I never saw a Deoxys box up for auction. One, one sold, um, What's his tits got it for sixty five hundred? Everybody was upset about it. Who? I can't remember his name on Instagram. But he paid like sixty five hundred for it. He was really when? upset. It was in two thousand nineteen. It was late two thousand nineteen. Oh, like I think that was probably like the very first. Yeah. Yeah. It was right yeah, before. It was like a couple of weeks before I sold or before I did my box break with the Deoxys. Oh, wow. All right. So then, yeah, I wasn't looking that hard, but even still, like, that was yeah, kind of Yeah, it was like 64.5, I think, 64.50. Um, but that was the last one that sold prior. You know what I'm saying? It was just some Joe Schmo who auctioned in two. It wasn't PWCC. Um, but the, well, oh, yeah. um, the PWCC auction, that was, yeah, that was pretty good. I'm glad that... It got paid for if it did. Um, that that was like my most important thing. I like it to be legitimate because PWCC already has such a, a you know connotation about so, it with a lot of buyers that you know um, when people talk about stuff that wasn't paid for, it, that's a bit of a issue. You know, you can't do that, and I don't think you should. <laughs> yeah, it's it's over in the archive on PWCC. So I think that did get paid for. I don't know. Hopefully it did. I, I so it's it's dude. It's a rare box. I mean, they're they're pretty scarce. Yeah, uh, definitely. Like a lot of people that I know have them. They don't. They don't want to let them go. I know you don't want to let yours go. I don't want to let mine go. I don't. I have so much more invested than just the box at this point. I have so many other cards. I have so many of the displays. I have another store display besides that one. I have the theme decks. I have graded cards. So much stuff, dude. Yeah, I feel that. I've got a little bit. Of I even have that. I uh, that remember that three pack blister you sold me. The, the, the value pack. Yeah, the yellow one. Yeah. Uh, I opened that. I didn't get nothing out of it. That one? Yeah. Is that sealed or open? What's up? Is that this one? one's sealed. That one's still sealed? Yeah, it's got... It's just hanging out in a fucking drawer. Look at this guy. He's like... Oh, fucking, he opens up the most creakiest drawer I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> <laughs> got, the, got the collector's box, dude. <laughs> got a ready box. Oh, I love you. You're the best. <laughs> I mean, dude, there's like there's a whole bunch of base. There's a whole bunch of base set uh, first edition non hollows too. I just got there's just stuff sitting around everywhere. A lot of sorting. It's just I don't know, man. Half the stuff I just forget that I have, honestly. Same here. I was, I was searching through some stuff. I found some like bunch of first edition and shadowless cards. I found this fake card. Oh, ew. 
Look how it's so easily noticeable. Oh my god, <laughs> it's just so dumb. No, I think I, it, I think it's a good case study too, because you can see right through it. Like I can see right through the back of this right here through the front. That's how fucking cheap, I, um, cheaply made it was. I was digging through this drawer. I forget. I was, I was looking for some blister pack, whatever. Secret one just blister. And uh, I came across a little package just full of cards. And it's all first ed base gray stamps. I was like, what the hell? What was I doing? Uh, how long it's been since I've actually been in these drawers. You're going to fucking, you're, you'll still be fighting product. You know what I'm saying? For a while. I have a feeling there's Probably. like a few boxes that you put to the side. You're like, yeah, I'll, I'll sort them out when I feel like. Oh, dude, I, I still got to go. Fucking watch stops working before you even fucking start on those. <laughs> dude, I have to go clean out like some of the storage units I still have in Florida yeah. and stuff. And like, I'm, I'm kind of scared to even see what's in them, honestly, because I, I was in a rush when I was doing the whole Florida thing. Yeah. And like, I know I left some stuff behind and I'm just like. Yeah, I'm probably gonna be shot all over again. That would be cool to to walk in on you know hidden gems in there, especially now because um, now you can you know liquidate that stuff because you don't really care about it, and then yeah, get the that stuff that you really forever. want. You know, Skyridge box. I want a Skyridge box so bad. That's a that's yeah. a fucking spicy meatball right there. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it, eh? That's a beautiful box, my man. Good luck. Oh, dude, I would love to Mappy, box, this, is, but... this box I recently got a really big offer on. I turned them down, though. It's beautiful. Still Base sealed. set, Japanese. Yeah. Ooh. Minty. I couldn't, yeah. Oh, couldn't imagine. That's that's going to be an easy 50. I, uh, I got I got offer close to that. Um... I wasn't really about it though, just because like I don't really. It's like right now, I think Japanese base has gotten to the point of Deoxys. Like I, I know a lot of the other owners. I don't really know of boxes that exist that I don't know the owner. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. That's why um, it's pretty cool. I was happy when people bought boxes off me because like they knew who the owners of it was. Yep. He's holding up an LC box um, know, for the viewers on Spotify. He's holding up a Legendary Collections booster box. Um, what's interesting about this damn box and why it's so fucking beautiful is it is the first holographic printed box for Pokemon TCG. And they yes. tell, let me tell you this something, folks. They didn't continue that for very much longer than that, okay? I really, no, really, really the wish they would have because it's an amazing concept and that box just looks goddamn spectacular uh, with it. Yeah, so they did it for LC and Expedition and Aquapolis. Expedition and Sky Ridge. And Sky Ridge yep, uh, only from yep. there to there. That was it. <laughs> Four sets. And then they killed it off. And then they killed it off, yeah. But, it, dude, those bo every one of those boxes, they look amazing amazing every single one and i wish that pokemon just had some damn fashion sense you know because <laughs> those boxes are beautiful bro 
Yeah, you know, I love I love the legendary collection. It was definitely so yep. nice to grab this. Yeah, dude. Definitely. That map the exhibition. Like I'm looking at I'm looking at the Dragon Frontiers box with those two and like the art, just the art on the other two, the E series boxes, well the, the expedition and the legendary collection. Yep. The expedition's amazing. <laughs> then the Aquapolis with the fucking uh, Lugia, like coming up and flying up. Yeah. Like, that's beautiful. Beautiful. And it's yeah. all silver. It's all silver. And then you got Sky Ridge with the, uh, with the, uh, what the hell is it? I think it's a Vaporeon or no, Jolteon. They got the, I think it's a Jolteon. And it's, it's like all Kabutops. green. Jolteon and Kabutops and something else. And it's, it's an amazing box. I've never even owned one myself. Um, to be completely honest, I'm not even like the biggest fan of that set. I'm a bigger fan of Expedition. Um, just because there's a lot more of like the Gen 1, Gen 2 and the Hollow. That's when they really start making like the Hollow sets a little bit longer than they were. I think the Hollow set is in, it's like 20, 20 something cards in Expedition or almost 30 cards. And, uh, uh, I think it's actually 30 cards uh, that are 30 holographic cards, but and all of the rest, you know, it was only 16 hollows. That was it. Yep. And, the, the and thing I love about until, legendary uh, it wasn't until like, well, Team Rocket had the secret rare. So that was like 17 hollows. But then, you know, it wasn't like shinings from Revelation added a couple. And then the shinings from Destiny yep. added six or seven hollows to the mix. Yeah, there's something crazy like that. Yeah, yeah. Quite a few hollows. But those were considered secret rares. Those weren't even considered like a, yep. technically a part of the set. So if we're still technically speaking, there's only 16 hollows in the damn set. Yep. Yeah, it's super nice. The, the thing I love so about expedition uh, and when they really when they took that to the next level and really started making a lot of holographics for like each of those sets. Oh man, I was really happy. I was really really happy. Expedition, Aquapolis, and Sky Ridge. They have a fucking ton of hollows. I mean, that those sets are one of the hard. Not just like even if they had a better print run, even if they had a better. Let's say they had a massive massive print run you know it just because yeah. of the hollows the introduction of the reverse hollows it is so incredibly difficult to complete these sets so incredibly difficult and not a lot of people understand that not all, and some of the uh, uh and in uh, and in sky ridge not only is there the reverse hollows there's the reverse crystals like what are we fucking talking about like you have so much stuff to collect and there's so many like the the chances of you pulling like the card you specifically want is just so so low. It is wild. Yep. Dude. It really really is. That's that's why I feel like with LC Legendary Collection, it's not that it's like underrated, dude. The whole set you have to collect the hollows, the non hollows, and the reverse hollows. And yep. that's I, why I like completing card. sets prior to Legendary Collections. <laughs> Yeah. I have a complete set of Neo Gen, Neo Destiny, Gym Challenge, Fossil, you know, Jungle. Those sets, done. In the fucking done. bag. <laughs> if, like, I've been, uh, I've been collecting power, trying to complete a Power Keepers Master set, bro. And, and PSA 10, that's the hardest part, too. Um, 
I've got I got like all the hollows and reverse hollows uh, for the the rares, and then I have like thirty cards of the reverse hollows. I'm not really caring about the non hollows uh, in PSA ten yeah. just because it's like another fucking hundred cards. I don't really care to like have in a PSA ten, and yeah, you know yeah. another two grand yeah. in grading costs at fucking bulk pricing. So. <laughs> And I just turned up. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I know. like, you know, I wasn't really necessarily with it. So I just, you know, whatever, we'll just do the reverse hollows and then the hollow rares and reverse rares. But like, I have like two of the Metagross EXs, I have two of the Salamence EXs at PSA 10. I have the Flareon, Vaporeon, Jolteon and PSA 10 are better. Um, meaning the Jolteon at the BGS 10, cause it's a fucking beautiful card. Um, that, that's one of my most, I don't know, proud moments because like that was, that really solidified for me. Like uh, the, the confidence I had in myself, you know what I'm saying? Like I knew that this card was going to grade that fucking well. I knew that, you know what I'm saying? And I was still pretty early. That was like, that was late 2018, very early 2019. You know what I'm saying? And so that was very very early into what i was doing with pokemon and like being able to eyeball that and tell and know that that was going to be a fucking gold label or better you know that really made me feel like carlos you fucking got it you know like you keep on keeping on because you're doing it and you're doing it right and so from then on i kind of i trusted myself a little bit more you know i was you know with anything new you start you're a little bit you know, not as confident in yourself, but like once you make some nice strides or you see yourself hit that learning curve, you're, you're really, you, you feel proud of yourself. And yeah, at that moment, I was oh, yeah. fucking, when I saw the BGS 10, I was like, fuck, knew it, motherfucker. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, um, so with all my, my PSA subs, um, dude, it, they've been amazing as far as like nines and tens. I, I rarely, rarely go below nines. I think, uh, I averaged up all my PSA subs, like every time they're done, I, I total up every grade that it gets, this and that, and I do yeah. the average grade. I think the lowest I ever got was like 8.9 something. It was so crazy. And then yeah. the highest one I got was like 9.4. And I'm like, this is great. Like yeah. you have an average sub of PSA nines. It was like with yeah. a couple of tens for Like a couple That's of nice. them hit big too, like Dragonite from yeah. Fossil First Edition. I got the Dragonite and the Dark Charizard first at hollows both in tens in one sub of like a bulk sub mind you like well i mean back then it, fuck it wasn't a big deal shit it was just last it was like basically <laughs> yeah just last year but like dude this year this is actually crazy so i've had my collector's club special subs sitting at psa since like july they still haven't put it through to grading it's still on research and id but dude i'll tell you what it is straight 300 cards of all Watsi first ed hollows. I took advantage of that, that collector club specialist so hard. And, uh, I'm, I'm pretty surprised. I'm going to be surprised to see what those come back as. I'll be pretty happy because I spent weeks on that submission. I had so many cards thrown out as nines. And I was like, all right, that, that doesn't even come close to a yeah. nine. That has one hollow scratch. Hey, I, I slimmed that pile down like daily for like two weeks right so i'm gonna i'll be surprised to see what it hits it's just fun at this point it's fun i mean you grade stuff it's just if you have the eyeball for it if you can like really get in there 
you could do pretty well. I mean, you just have to know what you're, you're looking at as well. Like, Definitely. even the smallest indents, dude. PSA has caught the smallest indents on cards I've said. And I'm like, all right, well, you can see that. Yeah. We'll do that again. Right. It's nuts. It's nuts, dude. Definitely. Oh, man. Yeah, a bunch of stuff that I have to sort through and keep going. Like, I have just stacks and stacks of Japanese Watsi hollows. Ugh. Just too many, dude. Just too many. Oh, find me some more first world problems. I have too many Japanese hollows. Too many, dude. It is Come such a me. chore to grade them. Come help me. <laughs> bro, just I'm take serious, a look dude. over here. Just take a look over here, bro. Take a walk on the yeah. wild side. I said, oh, hey, man. baby, take a walk on the wild side. These what are, you got there? It's a uh, Master Set XY Full Art. Ooh. We can make a couple of them. Uh, oh, 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 there's a Mewtwo that. Delta Species. Ooh, some dittos. Some Charmanders. Ooh, shit. We got the Delta Species Eevee. Oh, we got the Tyranitar, Jiraichi. Oxus, we have the Espeon, Beldum, another Mewtwo, another Mewtwo. Damn, son, where'd you find that? Oh, shit. You just right. gotta sit down and do it, pal. You know, it's just, you just gotta sit down and do it. That's all. It's hard, though. I feel you. Tons of Deoxys ones. Yeah. I don't know if you can really see these. Can I you? can see them a little bit. If you wanna just go ahead and throw that in that box marked Carlos Uribe, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> Let me see. Let me find uh, your favorite boy here. I would love to complete. Uh, I would love to complete the uh, the Deoxys set too. But fuck, man, dude, that's that's gonna be rough. I can actually. Uh... I sold a couple of like the reverse stamps too, like stupidly, and I wasn't even fucking thinking about it. Just trying to like clear out a little bit in the cupboard so I could, you know, afford something else. And then I like realized, and I was like, fuck. You're like crap. <laughs> I can't believe I just did that. Yeah, and so like I'm like one card, one less card down. Yeah, awesome. I want I want to complete the Deoxys set, but honestly, it 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 has to be a ten, it has to be in tens. I'll take nines at this point because tens tens are just. Gonna, I'll take nines at this point. Shit. I'll take nine, I'll take nines at this point. I mean, I'll take authenticated. Three. Fuck, you know, like. <laughs> Some of those, some of those cards don't even have a pop, bro. I don't know if you've actually looked at the the, the pop for. I've, I've looked at the pop report. Some of those cards actually, have zero. I, have I don't know if they still do. That was the last time I checked. Up. It was a you know like four or five months ago. But yeah, at that point they. Didn't. Yeah, I have the camera up hollow in a ten. That's like the only De the other only Deoxys card I have in a ten besides the reverse hollow Deoxys. Yeah, yeah. I got the EX in a nine. I got a couple of them in a nine actually. Thinking yeah. about it. But I mean, dude, it's it's hard. Like the quality wasn't that greatest on the the EX sets as well. I mean, sort I of. Um, I uh, it got better as the set series went on. Like Power Keepers being the last set for EX, it was printed pretty fucking immaculate. Not gonna lie, there's a lot more tens for Power Keepers than there is for a lot of the other EX sets, especially the. Evolutions um, in PSA 10s. There's a lot of evolutions in PSA 10s because that set was printed pretty damn well. Yeah, I can see that actually because uh, <clears throat> I have a couple of Power Keepers cards here that are 
not too bad off in shape. They're well, like I good. also, I also like what started my uh, Power Keepers collection off for the master set is when me and Abby opened up the box that I got her got for her for Christmas, right? And uh, yeah, like ninety five percent of those hollows and reverse hollows got tens. Like only like three cards didn't get a ten. That's nuts. A lot of those are sequential too. Jeez. That's kind of crazy, dude. What can I, I say, uh, pal? What can I say? <laughs> the grading god over here. Holy I just like crap. I just like opening stuff. I really do. Like dude, as much as I like as much as I like steel product, dude, bro, I've opened up so much shit to the mouth. So much, dude. I was like, my childhood. <laughs> Let's go. And I was really happy. My childhood. <laughs> yeah, bro. I, like, I never got to open up packs like that as a kid, you know? So I was like, I got the money. Fuck it. Let's go. Run it. And here what, I what am. What was your most exciting pool that you had? Um, Are you talking about when I was a kid or when I was uh, an adult getting back into it? I'm not talking about five minutes before this podcast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, you're, you're in the last two years, your, your favorite pull. I, I think I know what it is. Um, I have no idea. Hmm. I was thinking the crystal Charizard. Yeah, that's that's what I want to say, just because that's the craziest pull. But it actually wasn't my favorite, uh, just because I'm not like the biggest Charizard fan in the world. Um, yeah. My favorite yeah, pull that I've gotten was probably um, shit. Hmm. Pulling, um, I'm trying to think of what other card I pulled. Oh, the hollow, uh, the hollow espion. Um, Nas pulled it for me, but I, it was my pull. The hollow, the pop five one. No, 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 no. Or the the uh, rookie card from Discovery, and it got a ten. Oh, and oh, it got the right, PSA ten. Uh, I was really, really happy with that just because, like, that was, like, the first time I ever pulled a hollow from Neo Discovery. I didn't open up a lot of Neo Discovery back in the day. And Nas opened that pack up for me and pulled the Espeon. And then the Espeon got a 10. And it's I still got it. It's a beautiful fucking card. So not only did I pull that Shining Magic card at the airport that time. Yep. But that whole time I was ripping open Neo, Neo Revelation packs. You pulled like a Ho-Oh and a fucking Entei, right? Or some crazy shit. I got, dude, I got three Kuna Ho-Oh, Entei. I got all of them. But the thing was, I didn't realize they were first edition packs. Like when I threw them in my backpack. <laughs> so I'm just sitting there in the airport cracking the first Ed ones. And I'm like, I saw the symbol. I'm like, oh shit. Oh well, whatever then. Looks like we're going to keep going. Right. Right. <laughs> It was definitely so a fun time. Uh, dude, that was so fun. If I could, if I could go back and do that again, I don't know. I, I might, I might. Yeah, I the mar- I mean, if the market was the that way back then, I don't think you would have ever even done it. Maybe. Um, if it was like now, if it was like back then, yeah. probably not. No. Yeah. No. But these were like, dude. 
We Back then, it, it was like a hundred dollars a pack, you know, for fucking yeah. for the first at Neo Revelation. Nobody really was buying it at any higher than that. Yeah, hundred percent. So it was no, you, you weren't no, you weren't breaking the bank fucking opening those packs just to the mouth, hundred percent. Now, I mean, if you want to you want to rip a, a box of packs, it's <laughs> now holy you're putting crap, in dude. some fucking work. That's what I know. Yeah, yeah, it's. There's no no going back to those days. I mean, hell. I I, I love I them. I love them, and but I love where I am now too. The the oh, for sure. The people that I've I gotten to that. meet and like the people I've gotten to be able to make connections with and build friendships with is so much worth it than you know being able to pay hundred dollars a pack again. You know, like yeah, that's. Cause I mean, think about it, you know, it could have changed so much, you know, it could have stayed the same price wise, but you wouldn't have had the friends and it's, it's whatever, but, yeah. or it could have been expensive back then and you had friends. All right, cool. Well, like, I don't know, going back two years, it was weird, man. The market's just weird now. I like it, but I don't like it at the same time. I mean, I remember when we were doing base set box breaks at like 60 bucks a pack, man. Like, what happened ah. in those days? It, you know what? And it was just too good. It was too good, and so that's why you know we ripped them to fucking oblivion, bro. You know, like imagine because like back then we were doing week. box breaks fucking once or twice a day, depending on fucking who you were. You know, like shit, bro, shit. <laughs> What was like it, these boxes, packs $10? Yeah, bro. We were busting boxes open, like including myself. We were busting boxes Dude. open constantly, bro. Constantly. I did the first edition uh gym challenge and first edition gym heroes in the same break. <laughs> fucking, you know, like <laughs> fuck it, run it. Like, Dude, that was, it's imagine if none of us were like doing that. that. Imagine the the price point wasn't that at that point, and we weren't able to, you know, do that, right? Mm. Yeah, there would still be. Uh, I think there would still be like you know a thousand percent of the sealed boxes on the market than there is now. Hundred <laughs> percent. Like we, not. It's not just like we're talking. Like we got some big dicks. No, it's. Every giant YouTuber, every single giant profile or any account that is doing any kinds of box breaks from 2017 until now. And even when the climate got uh, uh, bigger and bigger and prices were going up, people were still breaking boxes at at the same rate. They were like, fuck it. Like, it's never going to run out or something. And now you're looking at... You know, there's a few people I know, they're breaking vintage boxes every week and they're constantly running out of boxes and they can't find more boxes and they can't find it at the range, price range or price point that they want it at. So then, you know, they can go and do their break. And so it's just whatever at that point. That's kind of the sad part about it too. I mean... That's why I don't the do more, box breaks all the time. I try to do them sparingly now and try to make like a spectacle of them, you know, and make them big and try to like get a lot of attention because there's not a lot of boxes that I want to continue busted open. <laughs> so we got to make each one special and, you know, its own thing now versus when we were cracking boxes to the mouth, just like it was a Saturday. <laughs> 
Yeah. Dude, I remember there there wasn't a day on the groups where there wasn't definitely wasn't the box being broken. Like every single day, I was like, oh, dude, this is this is wild, but this is awesome. Like getting a break, you know, hop over to another stream, getting another break, yep. wait for your packs, keep switching between the two. That's what I was doing. Yep. But man, I, I wish it was still like that with the box breaks, but eh, who knows? Who knows if the market will ever return to near normal. Doubt it. No, not ever again. Who knows, but instead of near I'll normal, we start calling it the new normal. <laughs> Yeah, I guess this will be the new. God, it's so weird, dude. Sometimes I, I think about it. And I'm like, it doesn't seem that far that long ago. Like, yeah, it was two years, but like, sometimes I think two about two years and like a few thousand fucking vintage boxes ago. Yeah, but dude, it feels like it's sometimes it feels like it's only been a couple months. And I'm like, oh my god, I go and look stuff up on pricing, and I'm like, there's no way. Yeah, I definitely agree there. Like. Well, shit, brother. I think we should uh, definitely end it here and let's get it um, elsewhere because uh, it's been it's been quite some time and I want to keep uh, oh, sure. want to keep it sure. open. I appreciate it. Um, thanks for coming on the show. I want you to uh, you know think about coming on to a show in the future again because uh, this has been fun kicking and cracking packs. It was fun. Usually, I'm the one who's cracking the packs for everybody, so it was cool to see you crack some packs for me. Maybe um, maybe we'll do something pretty crazy next time. Yeah, let's do something fun, bro. It was that was a hell of a pull crazy. with the Pidgeot and. This has been Forever Collector, and this is Collectors Anonymous. Today we shot with Stephen Anthony, better known as One Stop Poking Shop, and he is an amazing person. Thank you for joining us tonight, and I hope you have a good night. Later, guys. Thank you very much for having me, man. I appreciate it. Not a problem. Thank you. Have for a good night. Bye bye.